Say your name and what you do. Chris Velosky, and I own a business. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marissa Kelly, and I also own a business. This is the Business AF Podcast, where it's all business most of the time. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. I hear you. Yay. We are live. Um, there we go. And Yes, I'm glad you can hear me. Live on LinkedIn and YouTube at the same time. This is Business AF, episode 21 with the bow tie guy, Daryl Perry. Welcome to the show, Daryl. Hey, guys. <laughs> can you hear me all right? Yes, yeah. we can. I fully, I fully intended on being in my office, but then one of my agents had the meeting I had to help them with, so I got pushed back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That happens sometimes. How y'all doing? Good, good. Very good. Uh, Daryl, I've spoken to you. I kind of know what you do. Um, Chris is not as familiar with you yet. Um, I'm sure he'll be seeing you around on LinkedIn. So why don't you tell us what you do yep. and uh, what you want to be known for? Yeah, basically, thanks for the introduction and for having me on the show. So what I do is I help small businesses compete for talent with better benefits. Um, with low unemployment, it's hard to get good employees if you only offer a paycheck. So I try to find solutions for them that they can offer at low to no cost to their company. Because let's face it, small business doesn't have a, a limited budget to throw at benefits and higher compensation. So I try to find them ways to do that without breaking the bottom line. Right. That I think is a, is a very key thing for businesses. They're always looking at the bottom line, and if you can help them do that, that's awesome. Um, so I know that that's what you do on a, a regular basis, and that's what pays the bills. Um, but how have you utilized your personal brand of the bow tie guy in order to, you know, help that? And how, you know, I, I think your personal brand is very strong. So I'd I'd like you to speak to that a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to pop my headphones in real quick. One second. Okay, no problem. There we go. Giving you guys feedback, and I want to give you feedback. Okay. okay. All right. So personal brand, my personal brand kind of happened on accident. Um, I used to cold call people all the time to set up meetings, and um, I would call from a phone that wasn't my phone number, so it would show a different caller ID. So when I would set the meetings up, you know, when you meet people, they don't see you on the phone. You got to say, mm -hmm. well, how do I know who you are? And I would say, I'll be the guy at the bow tie because that's just the thing I always do. And then mm -hmm. my mentor overheard me say that and said, oh, the guy at the bow tie. Awesome. I like that. We should you should use it as a thing. And mm -hmm. um, from that point on, it just kind of became a, a branding because everywhere I went, I had a bow tie. And people would even say when I left, if a person approached my client, they say, yeah, some guy at the bow tie helps us with our benefits. They might not always remember my name, but they would know some guy at the bow tie set up their insurance. So that kind of was an accident, but mm -hmm. I embraced it just because it was different. You know, nobody was doing it. Not nobody, but it wasn't like a thing. So right. total accident, but I just embraced it for what it was. Do you, um, well, yeah, I mean, that's like a kind of a genius thing to come up with and stand out from the crowd. Um, 
and bow ties, I think, are a lost lost trend. <laughs> you know, we definitely don't use those as much, or men don't use them as much these days. Um, I can kind of identify with, with it because I always have my clients asking me, oh, you got a new headband? Because I've been wearing headbands, <laughs> yeah. like, for the last, you know, couple months, I guess, when the trend came about. And now it's like, right. oh, like, what headband are you wearing today? So it's definitely... <laughs> So and and I'm like coordinating. I'm like thinking about different headbands I can use for like different like events or like if I'm going to a client meeting and their color is like purple, then I'm gonna like wear a purple <laughs> purple headband just to like right. remind them like, hey, like I remember your brand. I know what you're about. <laughs> so left out now. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, Chris, <laughs> you can come up with something, Chris. <laughs> um, yeah, my style is pretty laid back. Yeah. Um you the glasses so, guy. You got you got <laughs> epic hair though, so the, the hair helps. I should <laughs> just hair. wear the glasses with the I am almost sure the remember the glasses with the nose and the mustache? That's yeah. got a favorite beard. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> we definitely fit that. Um so um so I want to talk a little bit about you know how you've utilized, I guess, LinkedIn. I know you've you've adopted LinkedIn very early on um my question to you is kind of like how have you utilized linkedin you know to further your personal brand as the bow tie guy um well as of late i kind of make it whimsical and funny because you know insurance isn't really like a exciting and fun topic so mm -hmm. um in a past life i was a, a rapper i was that dead set on being a hip-hop artist and i even had a point where i had a, a diss track against 50 cent that um <laughs> it actually got it actually got some traction if you ever hear of a website called SoundClick, i had a song on there that was dissing 50 cent because he dissed my my town of newport news virginia and it got to be number one for like five weeks or something on this website so um nice. i like to bring my musical talents into the game so when i do my little raps and stuff on linkedin i'll always do a bow tie reference or fix my bow tie on the video just to mm -hmm. make it different and um because it's just like i said it's boring and i constantly when i'm out meeting people i was at a meeting with one of my agents uh yesterday and then i walked in the room the young lady's like oh i know you from linkedin now <laughs> i've never spoken to her before i've never seen her like a comment i've never seen her mess anything but she's like yeah i've seen you on linkedin before so for me it just makes that memory of um mm -hmm. you know it's a boring topic but if you think about it you'll remember the bow tie pops in your head so i just try to make it fun and um even like I do bow tie bars or my business card has a bow tie in the back of it. So it's yeah. kind of like all over the place. And this, these are actually neckties for a little unknown secret. These are just neckties. Oh, wow. I figured out how to tie a necktie like a bow tie. Oh, wow. Which is accentuates. It makes it bigger, uh, makes it more pronounced. Because I, mm -hmm. I suck at tying real bow ties. So for those of you watching, I am horrible mm -hmm. at tying regular bow ties. If you send me one, it'll take me 30 minutes to tie it. But a necktie <laughs> bow tie can do in like a minute. Nice. Yeah, I have a hard time bow ties too. Actually, I have a few of them. But, yeah. Yeah, they're super hard to do. I have like five that I wear sparingly because I don't want to spend thirty minutes tying it. So yeah. it's got to be like a special event for me to wear those. Anytime I have to put a, a bow tie on, I always go on YouTube because I always forget how to put it on. So I always have to go on YouTube <laughs> and try to tie. I That's think how I saw the necktie thing. I saw it on YouTube. <sighs> You guys I didn't know should you can do that. Do like a how-to video on YouTube on how to tie a bow tie. 
That would be. I guess now maybe I should do one because I'm 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 known for it. I guess that's a good idea. I saw it on YouTube back in like 2013 when I first saw it. Mm -hmm. There's some guy in a barber shop talking about it. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> like seven years ago now. Yeah, I didn't know you could do a tie into. Well, I guess it makes sense, but I didn't. I never heard of someone doing a necktie into a bow tie. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to credit whoever I saw it from, but it's, I have a yeah. ton of neckties. So the, the logic was, I want to buy a whole bunch of bow ties. I got a bunch of yeah. neckties. Yeah. So um, cool. I, I've never, I haven't worn any of them as a necktie in years. It's been always a worm as a bow tie now. Nice. That's interesting. So just a total accident, but it's fun. <laughs> I mean, all the time I, I'm in a grocery store, oh, I love your bow tie. So it just, it just became a thing. And mm -hmm. I love any man that embraces the bow tie. It's very classic and elegant, things like that. So um, to me, it just helps when I present something that's not so fun. It just adds a little splash of entertainment or personality to it. Well, it's a, it's a different conversation starter than how's the weather or like, how are you doing? <laughs> right. How was your weekend? Right. You talk about the bow tie. Yeah. I think people mm. get so very caught up on like the small talk. Like they don't want to talk small talk, but I think that's what ties you to makes you human. So to say, you oh, know, yeah. it's, not, it's not business all the time time but it's still business because your personality shines through that um so you know we we're talking a little bit about you know your personal brand and stuff like that and i know that there's some regulations um involved in you know what type of content you can share what information you share when you're talking to prospective <laughs> clients especially on social and that's kind of the same for like um, insurance industries and like uh, financial in industries, anything having to do with that. I know there's regulations. So how do you, um, how do you generate business without breaking the rules? Like without. Yeah, so I, I dance the line. I guess I'll say I'll dance the line because I'll never specifically endorse a certain product. The biggest single regulation for insurance professionals, you can't go out there and say, everybody should get this kind of life insurance. Everybody mm -hmm. should get this kind of hold. Like you can't do that because mm -hmm. everybody's very different. So I definitely talk about the concept of things, mm -hmm. but I never specifically endorse a certain product just because I don't want to create the wrong message for the wrong person. Um, other than that, logoing, they, they, you don't, they don't want you using their logo and things. So I don't usually use logos for anything mm -hmm. um, because I want to show me at the end of the day, I look at insurance like I'm a carpenter where I'm going to build what you need, but I'm going to use whatever tools that are necessary. So it might be a life product from this person, disability from this person, whatever carrier it is. But that's where I'm going to not logo a lot. So I don't have to worry about that because people want to buy from people they know. They don't care about the brand as much nowadays. They want to know you're not going to rob them and cheat them. And you're telling them a good product because there's so many options. It's really mm -hmm. having someone sit down with you and explain it versus, uh, you know, throwing out there. This brand's the one end all be all for everything. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely a challenge. I'm, a ton of insurance people tell me all the time, man, I want to do videos like you. I just can't. Like, you can. You just, you're focusing on what you can't do versus what you can do. Right. And I've always been that way with everything in my business is what I can do is what I focus on. So I know I can't say you need to buy this kind of policy. That's fine with me. I can mm -hmm. tell you why it's beneficial to have life insurance or why it's beneficial to have disability in case you can't work. That mm -hmm. I can tell you all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think. So do you work I mean, for yourself uh, doing this or do you work for a certain company? Say again, Chris? Uh, do you work for yourself doing this or for oh, a yeah. company? 
No, no, I'm independent. So I work for several companies. I have a team of about 10 agents that helps us with distribution, but we represent several different carriers depending on the need. The main thing is voluntary benefits, which voluntary benefits is just a fancy word for something that pays you when you're sick or hurt. Um, Primarily, you'll see different brands like Aflat do that, Colonial, Guardian Life, but I'll use a couple of those carriers and my team helps to enroll those products. Yeah. Yeah. So if a, if a company them. tells me like, Hey, I need something different. I'll change product. Okay. Got okay. it. So do you work, work uh, do you also work with businesses or mainly businesses? Say it again, Chris. Do you work with, uh, like, are you B2B mainly? Yes. Yeah, individuals and businesses. I'd probably okay. say 85% of my work is with businesses, but then, and when I say a business is three people, it doesn't need to be like 20 people. The, my smallest accounts for three people. But if it's mm-hmm. a uh, individual, like I'm working with a, a gym owner, he runs the gym, it's just him. He doesn't have any employees. But my question mm-hmm. to him was, well, great, you're running the show, doing a great job. If you got hurt and couldn't work, how does this place operate? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's like, that hasn't happened before, but I don't know. <laughs> so right. then we're like, okay, let's talk about something to cover that just in case, because you're the entire business is you. So if you mm-hmm. get hurt doing a new exercise, you're kind of you know not useful to the business. So we got to protect that somehow. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, that that's a good mindset to look at it from because I think a lot of people, you know, they they're like, oh, I'm going to work for myself, but they don't have the business sense, or they didn't take like business. Yeah. I didn't take MBA classes. I don't know like the back end, <laughs> and I had to learn it like as I'm going. It's the same thing. I asked the same that question you just asked. Like, what happens if you get sick? I'm like, oh crap! Like, I don't know. <laughs> You know, you got to write out processes and you have to have like protections in place. And you know, yep. that's crazy. I think um, for someone, I mean, what at what point? So my question to you, at what point should they talk to you? Is it like month one when they just got laid out from their job and they have to find, <laughs> uh, you know, some money? Or is right. it like what? at what point is the best time to like, really think about this when if you're starting so, a business so there's there's two answers for that if it's if it's you have a business with employees i'm usually going to say probably around year one like at the end of the first year mm-hmm. um just because businesses fail in the first year you're trying to figure out do i know how to lead employees do i know how to hire and fire do i know how to do onboarding all mm-hmm. that like the stuff you mentioned for mbas even mbas don't know that stuff so don't think it's a difference it's still <laughs> they don't know it either so that first yeah. year, I say after year one, I'll tell a startup, if it's a startup, I'm like, how long have you been a startup? Oh, like two months. You're so energetic and enthusiastic that you're not thinking clearly all the time, in my opinion. So when I got to <laughs> sit you down and say, we need a process for benefits. We need a process for this. It's like, what? Process? I just want to go and change the world. So let, let's do year one for a startup. Now, if it's an individual, mm-hmm. sometimes we'll do sooner because they have family obligations. They're like, hey, I got a wife and kids, blah, blah, blah. There's some money in the bank, but I'm trying this gym thing on my own. Mm-hmm. I would do sooner for them because there's a more immediate a loss of income for them than with the business. Right. If the business fails, you can sell everything and still, you know, turn a dime. Maybe if you sell all your product and equipment and all that, there's mm-hmm. a way to get that back. But if you're just by yourself, you don't always have that. If you're like a consultant or a life coach or, a, right. or I had a blogger, a blogger years ago on LinkedIn messaged me and said, Hey, is there any kind of coverage for if you get in a car accident? Because I got in a car wreck one time. And I couldn't type for about two months, at least not full speed. So her not typing full speed for two months was a big hit to her income because she's right. a blogger. She's supposed mm-hmm. to type a lot of content. 
So right. for her, she said, I want a coverage that pays me for that. And it was just her, no employees, she lived at home. Mm-hmm. But that's where for her, I said, you know what, you need this kind of policy because you're dealing with that situation and it just happened. So it just depends. So startup, about a year, individual, there's a little bit of a gray area for them. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's also, I think people think there's all these things that they have to, if they're a business owner, they have to do all these things, like get an accountant, get insurance, and then they start getting overwhelmed. So how do you ease that? How do you ease that, you know, that conversation into something that's like necessary versus it's a burden for them to like implement this in their business? Well, the good thing when you mentioned overhead and all that, most of the products offer small businesses don't cost them to set up. So most voluntary benefits you find don't cost the employer. They're just a good to have kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And with unemployment being so low, it's easier conversation for a startup because I might meet, like I just left this mechanic today. They have 11 employees, but there's a lot full of cars. So she's like, yeah, we need like four or five more people. We just haven't been able to find them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, how long does it take you to find an employee? And she made like a frown face at me. I'm like, 45 days? She's like, oh, about three months sometimes. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, for three months, you're behind schedule. You're paying overtime. You're paying Indeed. You're paying ZipRecruiter, all these different websites to find employees for you. And then you got to go recruit them and you got to interview them. You got to train them. All mm-hmm. that costs at least $4,000 usually to do that. So what I can kind of mention, there's a way to help you cut that time down by offering benefits because people want options. Right. The internet's been great because of so many options. I could video somebody. I can meet them in person. I could do pictures. That's why the internet's so valuable. When you talk about mm-hmm. businesses, they want options too. So employees right. don't want just the paycheck. That doesn't right. work anymore. So I can level with the employer. Like if you want to fix this, you got to offer them more than the paycheck because everybody has that. Right. And exactly. that kind of gets the ball rolling. Like, oh, you're right. Because I have been, people have been asking me in my interviews, what benefits do you have? And I keep saying nothing. So mm-hmm. that allows them to answer that confidently. And not pay any money for it unless they want to. Some clients do pay, some don't, but I'll give them the yeah. option to. Hmm. That's that's definitely a I know culture and like benefits and like perks is like big for like getting getting a nine to five these days or a contractor, you know, like what is yep. the value and how do you treat me? Because yeah. I can I can yep. go to Walmart and work tons of hours and make the same amount and still pay benefits or whatever. Um yeah, that's awesome. Christy, did you have something you wanted to ask specifically? Uh, I was just because uh, even as an employee, I think it's important for you to have these things, not just as a business owner. Because mm-hmm. as an employee, you know your employer will only pay you the certain amount of time when you're injured, for example. Mm-hmm. And then after that, then you know you're not getting paid anymore. So you need something like Aflac or something if you get injured to mm-hmm. help bring you some revenue and a certain percentage of your total income. Um, so how do you do? So do you ever try to target? So as individuals, you talk about business owner, owners. What about employees as well? Mm-hmm. So with the business owner, it's more of a conceptual conversation. Like, you know, what do you do for your staff? Like you mentioned, if they couldn't work for a pregnancy or they got hurt or cancer, it's more mm-hmm. conceptual for them. For the employee is very much, I start the conversation now with how important is your paycheck? That's usually how I start any conversation with an employee. And they'll say, it's super important. I work 80 hours a week or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's awesome. Um, how do you protect it? And I usually get the three-headed dog look like, protect it? How do you protect your income? And that's when I get into, okay, I'm going to explain four different options, maybe five depending on the client, and let's figure out what fits your lifestyle. So if I meet the 
22-year-old female that just got engaged, I might talk about disability in case she gets pregnant and can't work for a while versus the 32-year-old that plays golf all the time and hikes. I might tell them to get an accident plan just in case. But everybody can have their own choice, so it's not specific to one person. It's based on their needs. So it's a very uh, personalized conversation. But the employer, I'm just telling the concept, like, why, you know, what do you need to have? What are you looking at doing? What are you trying to grow to? But each employee is different because we all have different health issues and family history. So that's where I want to make sure it fits their need. Mm. Um, now I own my own business. But, um, I mean, I've always had different side things, but now I'm full-time. But even as an employee, I, I found it very important to have uh, have these things in line because you don't know what may happen, especially because I play sports. Um, yeah. So I may get injured, and when I do get injured, what's going to happen? You know, like I said, right. my employer will only pay for a certain amount of time, a certain percentage, and then after that, then you know they're not. You know, you're only as good to them for like as how much time you spend on site, right? So, right. Uh, yeah, that's very true. I mean, I had a one of my clients years ago. He was an ex football player that ran a gym. And um, he was practicing with his son one day, and then he tore his, his knee and had one of those mega leg casts that went from his foot all the way to his thigh. And he's like, man, <laughs> I got really messed up. I can't train anybody for like six months. And yeah. um, he was the boss, though. But, I mean, just imagine the employee. The employee gets sick like that or gets hurt, and they can't work for a while. It's like you said, they're only as valuable as the hours they put in because yeah. it's just business. Yeah. You can't pay them forever. We can't all be Google and Coca-Cola and places like that that have unlimited you know, great benefits. So right. you do to think as an employer, what can I do to make them want to come back? That's mm -hmm. the thing I think about now is, is your business a pit stop or a final destination? And it's usually a pit stop if it's just a paycheck because everybody has that. If it's a final destination, you have perks like you mentioned. Maybe it's you know college reimbursement, it's the discounts. You, know, you have different things make people want to mm -hmm. stay there. That's very important in today's day and age because culture is built up over years. Mm -hmm. The benefits can take like a quick decision. Like let's get some benefits to help the culture. Maybe mm -hmm. they'll like being around here more than they can see how cool I am and how many fun events I do and stuff because they stay around more than a month. All right. Right. Um, my, my laptop was about to die, so I had to run and get my charger. So technology, okay. yay. <laughs> Um, I have so switching back to your like bow tie guy, your personal brand a little bit. Um, do you mostly talk about like is this a brand that you exemplify on all the social media platforms? Is this something that you're, or you're just doing it mostly on on LinkedIn right now? So I'm I'm one of the weirdos that I'm all in on LinkedIn. I used to do Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and my audience doesn't usually migrate there. Mm -hmm. Um, I like Instagram. I think I had one client interaction for a plastic surgeon because they had a new opening and they said, Hey, we're brand new. That was a startup situation that I found that way. Mm -hmm. But generally I found myself spinning my wheels back then. Now mm -hmm. it's probably been three years or so since I've been on other platforms because for the last three years, I've been just solely LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So my, my audience is business owners and HR executives and solopreneurs, mm -hmm. which they're all on LinkedIn. So that's kind of my, my, my place. But, in other channels, when I network in real life, um, when mm -hmm. I get my business card out, when I do a presentation, it very much is there. I always make sure if I'm going to be seen by masses, mm -hmm. I try to make sure I always have a bow tie on. It becomes a gift and a curse because when I don't have a bow tie, 
They're like, where's your bow tie? You're supposed to, you're supposed to, that's that's the first part of it. Right. So with your headband, you ready yeah. for your headband? Yeah, right? your headbands are going to expect you to wear it every day now for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. I know. Like, but, I think um, last week someone was like, no headband today? And I was like, dude, it was like one day, like in the three months that I didn't Jesus. wear. Yeah, I get it all the time. If I just run out the house real quick, it's like, where's your bow? Oh, my gosh. So it's, I, I said that we, I appreciate people remembering me for that. Yeah, but, um, I've thought about things like TikTok because I mean that's a new thing. I've thought about that. I just haven't got into it. Mm-hmm. I just have to make sure my time versus uh, return is good there. So my right. time for Instagram wasn't returning me results. My time for Facebook wasn't returning results. Mm-hmm. If you sell direct direct to consumer, if I did that direct to consumer like Chris asked about for individuals all the time, then mm-hmm. Facebook would be great for me. But that's a very right. small portion of my business. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm the weirdo. I only do LinkedIn. Do you have a presence on those platforms in terms of like if if someone were to like vet you or is it just you're just not there? I'm just I mean, YouTube, I have a, a channel that has a couple of videos, but oddly mm-hmm. enough, um, a client I got years ago, I called them and, and I sent the email to the person. I looked at their email, sent them an email and I sent them their picture. And this is in 2014. And then about uh, two hours later, I got an email back with my LinkedIn profile. So she searched my name. And then my yeah. name popped up on LinkedIn and she's like, ah, I found you. Ha ha ha. And I've been a client ever since. And that was from a, uh, finding me a LinkedIn for the Google. So she Googled my yeah. name. I think I'm the only, I'm not the only Daryl Perry on LinkedIn, but I missed the, the, the one that shows up highest because of SEO and everything. Right. So she right. found me that way. And that's happened to me a few times where people say, oh, I'll look you up. So even though I'm not on other channels, I think LinkedIn likes me <laughs> and it's vetting me out yeah. when people search my name. You right. can see my name or a guitar company. If you search Daryl Perry, you'll see me or a classic guitar company. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Huh. And you you utilize, I think, uh, the the community that you've built, like in connecting with other people and being interactive. So, I mean, I see you very active, and I'm very active myself. So it's kind of like that's awesome. But what is like your ideal? Like, how much time do you spend like built like on LinkedIn? Like, do you have a a set amount where you spend X amount of hours on it per day, or is it just kind of when it happens? It's kind of, I know in the morning, I definitely am on LinkedIn. Like every morning I'll try to do reply to comments or like things and things of that nature. And then Mm -hmm. I also try to send voice notes. um, This is a new thing I've been doing about a week. My new connections, I'll send a voice voice memo. Mm -hmm. Or um, when I see the congratulations and birthdays, I used to just send the message back, but nobody cares about that, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'll do the voice note. Say, Happy birthday. Have a great day. And I genuinely just want to let them know I'm a real person, and I'm not a bot. Because right. um, LinkedIn has bots now. There's assistants doing things. So I want you to know, no, this is me. I sent right. you a voice message to say, happy birthday, or congratulations on your new job, or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's been about a week. That is challenging to keep up with when you have 21,000 connections. It gets challenging, because I, I realized when I started doing it, I'm like, wait a minute. I got a lot of connections that I'll get like 20 birthdays a day. Yeah, and I get replies from those birthdays after I say happy birthday. They reply back, and the, everything is just starting to compound now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, with mornings, it definitely happens. I'm I'm to the point now where I think I'm gonna have a block every afternoon of like two hours of just length and stuff because that could be content, mm-hmm. liking things. That's just that to me. I've had a lot of followers for a long time, but I didn't really engage them until probably starting in 2018. Mm-hmm. So. Now that I'm doing that, I'm seeing the results are great. I met some great people. I mean, I met Shanae Murray. I'm sure you guys have seen her on LinkedIn yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I met her just by engaging her partner a lot on LinkedIn. And she introduced me to her. We had coffee and all of this was meeting people offline. So mm-hmm. 
it does take more work. I would recommend anybody trying to get into this have a set time, whether mm -hmm. it's a set time of day or a certain amount of time. When I've right. just freehanded, you know, I'll still I'll still moments when I'm like waiting for coffee or waiting for a client. I'll jump on LinkedIn like that all day. But mm -hmm. my intentional time is always mm -hmm. like seven to eight. Usually every morning before I head to the office, I'm on LinkedIn doing something. Yeah. That's do you do it on your phone or on your laptop? I'd say 90% of my phone because the, the laptop, I don't like the functionality as much for certain things. Um, like the reactions, I like to just hold the button and swipe the reaction instead of having to click it and then move it over. That's just sounds minor, but that's extra time for me. Yes. Um, and even my content, I, I, you know, I shoot my content on my phone. Like I don't really do like a video and all that. And I probably should. I'm, I'm noticing some of the content creators that are higher level than me. I'm like, well, I need to get a fancy camera and a tripod and all this, but guys for watching this i just use my cell phone it's nothing spectacular i'm using the app i yeah. edited it myself there's no team here it's just me so I, i'd recommend people that are look, looking at this to just start with what you have mm -hmm. um you if you like your laptop use your laptop my camera's better on my phone so i use my phone if one day right. i have a 1080p laptop maybe i'll use my laptop but right, right. now mm -hmm. i use it, everything on my phone for 90 percent of my content if it's an article i use my laptop but if it's anything else i use my phone yeah, I think it's, it's just became, I mean, you're talking about, you know, just spending time and in investing in it. And I think that's just, that's just what needs to be done, especially since you are targeting business people. And I talk to a lot of people, a lot of people that are targeting other business minded individuals, and that's where they're, they need to be on LinkedIn. Yeah. And you yep. do, vid you do video. I mean, you do lives and that is like a big thing, which is like a lot of people are not. <laughs> comfortable with i guess but they're live i was nervous for a while yeah i was yeah. shanae shanae was my first live shanae and courtney herring so if they're watching mm -hmm. i can't see the comments but shout out shanae shanae moray courtney herring um yeah. i had i had live for like a month before i used it i applied and i think i got it like the, this is weird i got the first time i asked i got live and i'm like oh Oh, yeah, wow. i saw videos saying there's linkedin live and i was like how do i get it so i searched how to get it applied and i got it and then for like a month, I sat on it like, oh, my God, what do I do? Yeah. People are going to see me live. What am I supposed to say? And I was doing video already. So I had to think like, wait, I'm already doing video. But then Shanae and Courtney said, hey, we're going live. You're going to go on with us. I'm like, nice. sure. What the heck? <laughs> you, If you guys want me live, you're like the, the beast on LinkedIn. So if you want me live, I'm all game. And they they use StreamYard. That's how I saw StreamYard was my first time with them. Mm -hmm. But ever since then, I'm like, oh, I can do this. Yes. And I hear so many people that say, I want live access. So that's why I invite people like you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. They come on. If only a few people have live, let's be stewards of this tool and right. share it because there's, there's things that people don't want to hear from me every single week. Mm -hmm. So why not share it with somebody else and express, embrace the content? Yeah. It's, it's funny because people are like, Oh, you're always online. You're everywhere. And I'm like, I really only go live once a week and then do a video. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's really? like two, yeah. two pieces of content, but like it's follow up. It's the follow-up, it's the engagement that really, I think, puts puts it on there on the feed all the time. You know, it's like Marissa yep. responded to this, Marissa responded, Marissa like this, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like, yep. it does help, you know, for, you know, prospective clients and, you know, building that community out. So um, one of our one of our traditions that we do on our business AF podcast is answer is ask a random question and this week, Chris is on the spot to ask that random question <laughs> that mm -hmm. gives us a little insight into who you are. So take it away, Chris. 
Yeah, so I want to, uh, since you're, or since one of your things is uh, bow ties, I wanted to ask a question about that. About that. So if you can tie a bow tie on anyone, who would it be? Ooh, nice. <laughs> Ooh, nice. If I could tie a bow tie on anyone, who would it be? Hmm, that's a good question. I'll say for just celebrity person, I'll say The Rock. I think it'd be funny to see The Rock <laughs> with a bow tie. Nice. As, oh, as, I wonder as if big it was thick as he is. Yeah. With the, with right, the that's why. Doing this, yeah. like doing this, come here yeah. with the bow tie on. <laughs> All right, we It'll put that on. That. And then Go I'll ahead. put that into world. And then for, for length and personalities, I'm going to call out Brian Shulman. Um, he's okay. been good with the voice revive. Yes. Yeah. Brian's he's engaged in my life and stuff too. like that. Perfect. Okay. I'm gonna say Brian Showman. I want to see him wear a bow tie. That'd be funny. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, the bow tie challenge. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Hey, that might be a thing. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's comfy. Awesome. So what I would do is after this video uh, gets uh, uploaded to YouTube, share it and then tag him in it. And oh yeah. I can do it. Yes. We're gonna get. We're gonna uh, manifest that for you. That'd be Rock cool. is gonna be visiting your town in Virginia and then <laughs> you'll, you'll go live and it'll be a thing, right? <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> awesome. Well, um, Daryl, thank you so much. Bowtie guy. I was, I was about to say, well, bowtie guy, thank you so much. For, <laughs> so it works, right? Daryl, yes. thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you joining us and talking a little bit about your personal brand and also your business. Yeah, um, if people want to connect with you, um, go ahead and let them know how they can connect with you. Yeah, definitely. LinkedIn is my primary channel. So go on here, message me, follow me. I check it constantly uh, within means, within, within reason. And um, also, if you ever want to, I'm browsing enough to give my phone number to people on LinkedIn. So my phone number is 678-664-8517. If I don't answer my system, again. we'll send a text. 678 Yep, 664-8517. If I don't answer, I have an autoresponder to text you or just text me, whatever's best for you. Um, I love to engage with people. I think this is a people business. Whatever we're doing is people. So right. I don't think it's business to business. It's human to human. Yes. Yes, definitely. I definitely agree with that. So thank you again for your time, Daryl. Uh, we will see each other on LinkedIn. And hopefully in 2020, there'll be an in-person connection at some point somewhere it'll happen I've, not, yes. I've met a few people online from LinkedIn, so i'll meet you at some point okay cool awesome well enjoy your tuesday and we will talk to you soon bye everyone all right thank you this is the business af podcast where it's all business most of the time you can listen on itunes google spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts you can subscribe to us on YouTube at businessafpod.com. If you like what you hear and you want to let people know, don't forget to tag us using hashtag businessaf.